Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Retire 360 with your host, Dwight Mejan. Dwight is a licensed fiduciary and financial advisor who always places your needs first. Dwight works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Dwight Mejan. All right, well, welcome everybody back to the uh, Retire 360 show. I am your host, Dwight Mejan, along with your other host, Mitchell Kaiser, next to us. Uh, glad to have him here with us. He is actually in our Southern Pines office, and I am in Banner Elk. We just uh, wrapped up a a show last week here. I should say a show is a workshop on taxes and retirement. And uh, I am here visiting with a lot of the folks who attended that class. It's always great to meet our listeners and uh, to go over their finances. And uh, we have the opportunity of doing that uh, here this week up in Banner Elk. So I'm excited to uh, meet with a lot of the folks here. And uh, many of them uh, have been uh, pleasantly surprised at opportunities that they have uh, within the uh, tax return in their portfolio to uh, move money into that uh, tax-free zone, as we call it. So it's been a been a great event. But Mitchell, how are you doing over there in Southern Pines? I'm doing well. It's uh, probably not quite as chilly as it is up there in high country, but uh, we like to welcome our listeners. Just wanted to let everybody know of our what we've kind of got coming up here. So Dwight just mentioned we were in uh, high country, which is the Avery County and Watauga County area, which is where he's currently working. Um, I am down in the Moore County, Lee County area, which is where our home office is. And uh, we are going to be having an event coming up on the week of October 16th at Sandhills Community College. So if that is of interest to any of our listeners, if you wanted to attend taxes and retirement, uh, we are going to be teaching two classes, one in the morning and one in the evening. Uh, if you need specific dates or times, uh, just give us a call. Uh, the best number for that is 910-235-0812. And Dwight was probably going to get to this, but if you guys don't know, that is also the week of when uh, Medicare season starts. So if you guys haven't been getting peppered already with calls, from people trying to get you to switch your plans. Uh, that week for sure, we'll start the stampede of callers. So uh, if you're over 65, just get yourself prepared. Uh, we would just like to remind our listeners that uh, these past couple of years have been the highest years ever in Medicare phone fraud. Uh, I know because I handle the Medicare side of our business and our Medicare staff and the amount of regulations that somebody has to go through now uh, just to protect clients is it's insane. The amount of uh, trainings and educationals that people have to do. However, I will say there still is a lot of fraud going on. And if you guys are getting these calls and if you have have a problem with your Medicare, uh, our advice is to call somebody you know, look up a firm. If you don't want to use us, that's fine. Um, but look up a firm that you can trust and talk to a person uh, that you know is credible because it's hard sometimes when somebody says, hey, I'm uh, Mitchell calling you from Blue Cross Blue Shield or Mitchell from AARP. It's hard to actually know if that 
is true or not. People can sound pretty convincing. But our biggest tips for you guys on that and in this upcoming season is don't give out more information uh, than you need to over the phone. Uh, if you don't know the person, you're not expecting the call. To be quite frank, I would just hang up the phone because if you even use the word, like for example, my name's Mitchell Kaiser. If I say, yes, this is Mitchell. So I'm acknowledging that this is Mitchell. And I say the words, yes, within the phone call, uh, they can take that. I said my name, I said the word yes, and they'll use that and they'll enroll you into a plan. I'm not telling you that's going to happen to you, but I'm telling you, but that is a scam that we've heard a lot of people happening uh, last year. Now, uh, just a note on those, because we get a lot of calls, you know, do I have to change my plan? Uh, enrollment season is only for people with uh, Medicare Advantage plans, and it's only for your drug plans. So you have one or the other, or you should have uh, at least a drug plan if you're over 65 and on Medicare, but it's only for those two types of plans. And if you guys have any questions or like more information on uh, what are the Advantage plans or what are the supplements and uh, how can I get more information on those? We've got a ton of information, a ton of literature. Uh, we'd be happy to pass that along to you. Again, just give us a call uh, 910-235-0812. Hey, Mitchell, what would, you, what would you say to a listener who's listening right now and let's say they're in their late 60s, they've been on Medicare enrolled for four or five years and the old adage, if it's not broke, don't try to fix it. This has been working fine for me. I've had a few premium increases perhaps, or you know, maybe my if they're on an Advantage plan, maybe their copay went up just a little bit. What would you say to somebody who's in that situation? Yeah, no, that's a very good point. We get a lot of uh, callers and listeners that ask that same thing, or people hear, oh, you could get $100 added back to your check. Well, why fix what's not broken uh, I'll also hear people say, uh, I'm too old for change. Uh, I don't like change. I'm afraid of change. Change is bad. And in a lot of ways, that could be true uh, for some people. If you make an unstrategic change or if you do a change that you don't make sense, uh, whether you're talking about your financial plan or whether you're talking about your insurance, uh, the first thing that you should be seeking is somebody that's going to educate you on what you have because you should know what it is that you have. You should know your plan. You should understand all the little nuances that are wrapped around those plans. So if somebody says, I'll give you an example because it's close to home. Uh, my grandma tells me that she doesn't want to change her advantage plan this year because she gets one through her employer and she says that she doesn't like change. She's in a plan right now where they take out $350 a month out of her uh, pension that she gets. She's a retired school teacher. Uh, they take $350, a, not in North Carolina, uh, from another state. They take $350 a month out for an advantage plan. Meanwhile, there are like plans in North Carolina that are free and there's plans that will offer $100 added back to your check for very similar benefits to what she has. So right there, if you get a plan that offers you $100 back per month and you're paying for a similar Advantage plan that's $300, that's a $450 a month difference. So if you add that over the course of a year, I'm going to pick on her and call it her stubbornness, is going to cost her $5,400. That's how much mm -hmm. of a difference that is. Just because she's afraid of the change, something else, Dwight, that people will always say is, uh, well, how do I know if all my doctors are covered? I don't know if they're going to take this new insurance. Well, if you're working with the right person, they're going to make sure on the forefront that your doctors are included in that plan. Uh, you, you shouldn't just enroll into something not knowing that everything's not covered. And 
if you've worked with somebody in the past that hasn't checked that all out with for you, uh, then you probably uh, aren't working with the person that you need to be working with. Because a good uh, financial advisor or a good uh, Medicare specialist is going to make sure that you are informed and make sure that you're protected. Yeah. Well, I can attest to how busy our office was and how busy Mitchell was last enrollment season. That the phones, I can always tell in our office uh, when the phones are ringing about questions after someone comes into a new plan, if they're happy or not. Calls were not coming in questioning the plan. And this would typically happen somewhere in that first quarter when people were going to doctor's offices. So I think it's a, just a testament, uh, Mitchell, to the work that you've done with people uh, to make sure that doctors are in these plans if they're in the ad- advantage side. Many of our listeners are on the Medicare supplement side, so they're in the traditional. And and I know you don't push one or the other. You simply ask the questions to guide people into the right plan. And there's tons of opportunities in insurance, which is why we're spending time on our show to, to start it off today discussing your insurance because your insurance is part of your financial overall plan. And the other thing I would tell you is that we have listeners who you know this year uh, had a surprise Medicare jump for various reasons on the tax return. We talked about some of those in our class and taxes and retirement. And we also um, gave people specifically guidelines of what they need to be cautious of when they're pulling money out of these tax-infested accounts, these tax-deferred accounts like traditional IRAs. People sometimes don't give any thought to that and they think it's just, well, I'm paying the uh, the income tax I need to pay and that might hurt. They don't find out until two years later, many times, what their Medicare premiums are going to be. So it's not just what you're, you're paying for the secondary portion of your coverage. It's what you're paying for the primary portion. And that's why this is all interrelated uh, to taxes, uh, to you know your premiums for Medicare. And that's why we're talking about that. But uh, anything else you want to add right. to that, Mitchell, I'd- before we jump into today's show? Yeah, I just kind of want to repeat what you said there because this isn't, you know, we're not on here selling you insurance and we're not on here telling you uh, what to do for your Medicare plan. But I will say there's probably a 95% chance that most people when they turn 65 do not understand their insurance. And this is a very confusing time for seniors, which is why we're taking this time to educate you so that way you know on the forefront. And if you aren't working with somebody, uh, we are still accepting new clients on that. And I do thank you for the compliment. And I did just also want to add to what you've said. We've helped thousands of people with their Medicare plan. I still have yet to have a call where somebody said, hey, you put me in the wrong plan, or hey, I don't like this plan, or hey, you didn't tell me about X, Y, and Z. That has never happened. Knock on wood, that has never happened. We make sure that our clients are well-informed, and if there is um, some little nuance or there's a little gray area that, oh, well, this is the worst case scenario in this plan, I tell everybody that on the forefront. They know every worst case scenario that could happen before they enroll into a plan. And do I say that because I'm trying to be boastful or prideful? No, I'm telling you that. And I tell our clients that because you need to know that. I would want to know that. So that's why we do make sure that our clients are uh, well-informed. So if you guys uh, need help with that, again, I'll just say one more time, give us a call. Uh, You can set up a time with uh, me or one of our staff members that can help give you some more information. And again, our phone number is 910-235-0812. Or you can go to our website at retire360show.com and you can book a complimentary meeting with us right on that website. Send us an email, send us your questions. We'll be glad to have somebody get in touch with you. Um, And like Mitchell said, we are a fiduciary firm. Um, Make sure whoever you're working with uh, in the area of Medicare that they rep 
for a lot of different carriers, not just one or two companies. Um, you want to make sure that they're licensed and compliant with all the different carriers that are available, the big ones anyway, uh, in our state. Mitchell, appreciate that update on Medicare. Uh, we want to get into more of today's show. Uh, I just want to take a moment here. I didn't do this at the beginning of the show. I want to welcome all of our new listeners who happen to find us on whatever dial you're finding us on. We're glad you're taking part of your weekend uh, to, to be with us. And we want to give you some real value here for not just your insurance, as we've been talking about, but we want to give you real value as it comes to your money, uh, your retirement, and your financial future. So welcome uh, to the show. If you want to find out a little bit more about 360 Capital Management, who brings you this show, you can go to, to us on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, we actually have a YouTube channel. If you want to see more of our uh, podcasts, uh, you can go to Retire360 in the search bar and you can find us there and download uh, podcasts wherever you get your podcasts from of our show. So um, this week, we want to pick up a little bit where we left off last week just to finish from last week's show. seems like we never finish uh, where we want to get, but that's a good thing. We're hopefully uh, diving deep enough to give people some great information. We want to pick up on inflation and uh, just give our, our listeners some ideas on how to uh, protect your retirement from inflation. It's still something that's very real, and it's one of the real uh, detriments that uh, we all face when it comes to retirement and uh, our portfolio. So we want to talk about some ways that you can protect your retirement from inflation so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Mitch, Mitchell's going to bring us here in just a moment, the quote of the week. And uh, we're going to talk about um, how you can apply uh, some other principles that we're going to discuss on some uh, topics on the right and wrong that we do periodically on this show uh, about uh, taxes. So we're going to get into that a little bit. But uh, Mitchell, why don't you start us off with the quote of the week for this week? And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. Yeah, so this week's wisdom is brought to us by Jackie Joyner-Kersey, who is an American track and field athlete. And that is, it is better to look ahead and prepare than to look back and regret. I, I think that's a pretty powerful quote, Dwight. And uh, I would tell our listeners uh, that are already retired that hear uh, that type of wordage and think, well, I'm already retired. I've already accumulated uh, all that I'm going to accumulate in my working years, which is true. But if you have a heartbeat, if you have money in the bank, there's still things that need to be planned for the remainder of your life. The They call it the time horizon in the financial world. You need to still prepare for that. So uh, again, I'll just I'll, I'll repeat it back to you. It is better to look ahead and prepare than to look back and regret. Yeah, Mitchell, on that on that quote, I was uh, you know I just with some listeners, people that have come to our events. Something I see a lot is, you know, people have have saved and they've had pretty good forethought to make sure they're putting aside for their future and their retirement. But uh, a lot of people get to retirement and they just kind of exhale, they take a break, and they don't have a good plan in place for how they're going to take money out of that portfolio, when they're going to take money out. And, you know, taxes become a huge, huge issue that we see in retirement. And taxes are, are likely going up. Most people believe that. So it's just important in light of everyone believing taxes are going up. Uh, again, I, I don't ask people to raise their hands at our workshops, but I do ask this question, you know, how many people have a plan in place to combat the effect of higher taxes on your income? And, and have a plan in place to move more money into that tax-free zone where you move money into buckets that are not taxable in the future. There's no way to avoid paying taxes. You're going to pay the tax. You could do it the conventional way, which is just letting the IRS tell you when you have to take money out of those buckets, or 
you can be proactive, like Jackie Joyner Kersey is saying, and uh, and look ahead. And rather than looking behind and going, man, I should have done something when I when I believe this was going to happen, like taxes going up. So um, just fits in great to what we're talking about here. And uh, we want to just pick up here from last week. So we want to jump into some ideas that we want to share with you, our listeners, on how to protect your retirement from inflation. And the first thing I would tell you that's critical uh, is diversifying your investments. I had a call from a a, um, a client actually this past week had a great question. Uh, they were thinking about buying and purchasing some real estate uh, in another state where one of their kids live. And they we got to talking a little bit, and she said, "Dwight, is this a is this a good idea for me to to do this?" So a conversation ensued, and I asked uh, a lot of questions as I do, and um, you know she began to kind of have the light bulb going on. We're not against real estate. We like real estate as an investment. I think it's part of a diversified portfolio. But what I think she was coming to the conclusion of just through our conversation and some questions that I was asking her was that the purchase of this particular real estate would have tilted her portfolio beyond a reasonable amount of diversification. And she, I think, quickly realized that this probably wasn't the best purchase in her situation. Again, not uh, bashing real estate by any means. We love real estate. But for her, it was going to tilt the portfolio to beyond uh, a level that was prudent. So diversify your portfolio can help you mitigate the impact of inflation. So it's important for our listeners just to consider a mix of assets such as stocks, uh, real estate, we just talked about, you know, bonds, alternative asset classes we like, uh, such as structured notes, um, multi-year guaranteed products like now annuities are, are pretty good rates. We're seeing, you know, many in the five to six percent range. But just having that well-balanced, uh, well-diversified portfolio would be the first uh, critical element to protecting your portfolio from inflation. And I think, Mitchell, you want to share the next one here. Yeah. So the next uh, thing that I would suggest is delay social security benefits. So delaying that social security benefit can lead you to a higher monthly payment in the future. Uh, this strategy can provide you with a more substantial income stream later in retirement um, when you may need it. So we get asked this question a lot um, in our office at events. People call in from the radio. They say, when should I take my social security? Um, and that is the million dollar question. And if we knew what our death date was, we would be millionaires. But unfortunately, we don't. We don't know when we're going to pass away. So the formula for when you when the best time is for you to take your social security, um, it really can vary person to person, situation to situation. I will say I see these things, uh, these little news excerpts on, uh, I get Apple News, I get news on Instagram, uh, just different uh, sources. They do say that they are projecting that people are going to be living much longer uh, within the next, I saw something that said within the next 10 years, they're projecting that people are going to be living um, to or past age 100. So if you look at that in the scope of uh, should you take your social security early at 62 or at 70 when it could potentially be a significant difference in payouts, uh, obviously you would want to take it at age 70. Um, that is just a, an approach that um, we are kind of seeing as more of a trend in uh, biology and a trend in how people are living longer. I will say, Dwight, I'm sure you remember this at our uh, last event, we were talking about this exact subject and somebody stood up and said, why would I delay taking my social security? Everybody in my family dropped dead before they were 80. <laughs> I remember that. 
<laughs> and I will say, if that is your mindset and you think that you are going to be like your family and you are going to drop dead, quote unquote, drop dead uh, before, you know, that that benefit would make sense to you, then absolutely, you probably should not delay it. But I would say on average, uh, it is looking like most people would benefit from delaying their social security um, a couple years if they can, at least until age 70. Good advice. Very good advice. You know, the third thing I share with our listeners is to consider part-time work. Uh, We see more and more people working beyond, you know, the normal retirement age, some by necessity, but some just because they want to stay busy. Uh, They like the extra spending, uh, the extra money, uh, or they just want to pursue a work gig in retirement. So this can provide obviously additional income to supplement retirement savings and help combat that fear of running out of money. Even if it's not part-time work, perhaps you just get fulfilled and you want to volunteer. We we know a lot of our listeners are volunteer folks. We know that doesn't necessarily uh, add to uh, the effects of inflation when you're volunteering, uh, but you get some uh, some other lasting enjoyment that far outweighs uh, the financial reward of working part-time. So just staying busy with something part-time though could be another opportunity to combat inflation. Mitchell, you got yep, something absolutely. about budget that you want to share. Yeah, I would I would even just add to that, Dwight, uh, with the part-time work. We've had uh, several clients that they do not need to be working anymore. They're drawing way less than they potentially could, but they work for different reasons. You could work for purpose. You could work for fellowship. You could work for extra spending money, uh, all the above. I think there's a lot of reasons that people would also pick up uh, that part-time work. They've given us reasons that I'd never even thought of, uh, just hearing people come in and telling us uh, why they work. I know your your in-laws, they work uh, because they love what they do. And uh, mm-hmm. they enjoy uh, the things that they get to do. And why why stop something that you enjoy? Absolutely. Uh, but anyhow, I'll, I'll hop into the next one here. Uh, and that is to recalibrate your budget. Um, so carefully managing your expenses and creating a realistic budget. And that would look like monitoring your spending and adjusting it as needed to make sure you're not overspending and depleting your savings too quickly. Uh, You guys want to remember not to use the quote unquote, set it and forget it. Uh, Your finances are going to require regular monitoring and adjusting to get the most out of not just what you've worked for, but uh, how it's going to grow and how you're going to uh, draw from that. So uh, if you're not working with an advisor currently, uh, there are certain rules that are like a rule of thumb to making sure that you're not going to run out of money. So if you're, you know, thinking, well, am I spending at too fast of a rate? There is there is an answer to that. Um, so it's not something you have to just sit and wonder. Uh, if you need somebody to look at your situation, look at how much you're spending, give us a call. Again, we'd be happy to, uh, even if it's just a quick, quick question that you guys just want to get off your chest. But as far as recalibrating your budget, you want to make sure that you are keeping up with inflation. Your savings is keeping up with inflation. The monthly withdrawals that you're uh, taking or keeping up with inflation. And, you know, perhaps if you guys were in the market three years ago versus now, there's a good chance you had to do a huge allocation shift. Or if you didn't do the allocation shift, then I'm sure you suffered a fair amount of loss. I say that pretty confidently. Over the past even three to five years, uh, the market, the where we're at just on the scale of from peak to trough, you know, that all has just uh, adjusted. So if you haven't had somebody look at that or if you haven't adjusted it, um, you probably want to do that sooner than later. I mean, Mitchell, on that note, had a um, listener of the show uh, each week call in and they uh, finally wanted to, to chat about their situation. They had over $2 million that they'd saved and are in that retirement red zone within 
five years, certainly of retirement. That was the plan. And that portfolio went down to 1.5 million. So 25% of the uh, overall, you know, portfolio or so was, you know, was, was wiped out. Uh, very important that, you know, you get guidance uh, when you get that close to retirement, because, you know, what got you there isn't going to keep you there in terms of your, your, your portfolio. Uh, if you did well, uh, congratulations, but you need to make sure you're into that preservation mode uh, of hanging on to that capital and, and de-risking aspect. Got to be careful of that. The next thing you could do uh, every week, and we know we have faithful listeners to this show, is just stay informed. You know, one way you do that is listening to shows like this where we can uh, keep you up to date with financial news, economic trends that are happening, and just being aware of inflationary pressures that are and adjusting your financial strategy accordingly is key to protecting your retirement. We, we keep up on the news a lot, Mitchell. We have to in our line of work, but you know, I just saw kind of a disturbing trend didn't really have this, you know, on the notes for today's show, but credit card delinquency is up to 2008 levels. Uh, it's just huge. And there's, uh, there's some disturbing trends that we're seeing right now with, you know, some of the stimulus money that's running out. There's all sorts of different reasons why we're seeing credit card uh, delinquency, but uh, there's something to keep our eye on and, and watch because that will send ripple effects uh, throughout the economy. It's not just the credit card companies that will be suffering here. That's a, that's a telltale sign of possibly other things to come. So it's just important to stay informed uh, and to be prepared. Oh, I think you've got one other thing here to share with our listeners, Mitchell, on uh, how to protect retirement from inflation. Yeah. So the last point we want to leave you guys off with is consult with a financial advisor. Um, you guys need to be working with somebody who at the forefront educates you, make sure that you understand uh, the retirement waters. Uh, so specializing in retirement planning, providing tailored advice, then that's going to help navigate through the complexities of retirement finances. So that's not just, you know, as soon as you retire, it's five years after retirement, 10 years after retirement, 20 years after retirement. And uh, before you think there's just one type of financial advisor out there, there's not. I've got some good buddies that uh, specialize in pre-retirement planning. So that's helping people get off their feet. So people like me that are in their 20s, starting to build their wealth and accumulate their wealth. That is one specialty. You guys need to be working with somebody. I'm not saying us, but we do all post-retirement. That's bulk of our clientele is people that are already retired. Uh, if you are retired, you need to be working with somebody that specializes in that arena. Because I'll tell you, my buddies that are working with people uh, in their 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s, they know absolutely nothing about Medicare. They know absolutely nothing about IRMA and how uh, doing Roth conversions can affect IRMA. Sell, what selling a rental property can do to your Medicare, how it can throw you into a different tax bracket. They know nothing about that stuff. Uh, you guys need to work with a financial advisor. Yes, uh, that is good, but you need to make sure that you're working with one that specializes in the area of life that you are in. Again, you're not uh, trying to sell you guys to work with us, but uh, we are still accepting uh, new clients. So if you guys have a question or you need advice or would like to work with somebody, We'd be happy to have a conversation about it. Yeah. And Mitchell, I would just add to that. You know, we've got people I know who have followed us um, probably from the very beginning when we've been uh, broadcasting over the air. And I would just tell all of you as listeners, maybe you've been thinking, hey, I, you know, I'd like to call somebody. I just don't know, you know, how is that, what is that going to look like? Uh, I don't want to be pushed into anything. I don't want to feel pressure. I would just encourage our listeners, you know, go to our website and read our core values. Okay. We, we, strive to live those day in, day out. And if you were to talk with us either on a Zoom call 
over the phone, come and meet with us at the office. I would just tell you, if, if we don't demonstrate everything that's on that list of core values of who we are, you ought to just get up and walk out, okay? Because then I'm not being true. Mitchell's not being true to who we're telling you we are. You know, we are at the heart of a fiduciary, folks, is a teacher. And that's one of the reasons why we do this show is we want to teach you ways to win with your money. Uh, we're not here to you know, put pressure on people. We're not here to prescribe blanket advice. Uh, that would be wrong anyway for us to do because everybody who listens to this is in a different situation. They've got different amounts of money. They've got different objectives. Uh, we're here just touching on topics that we believe are relevant to our listeners. And that's why we started the show off today with Medicare. We wanted Mitchell to start by you know, getting people prepared for a season that's coming in less than three weeks. You know, We want to get you uh, prepared for that, keep you informed. And that's what this is all about. So uh, what's it, what it's like to, to work with us. You know, we take it slow with people. Uh, we do an analysis of your current situation. We ask a lot of questions uh, and then we sit down and we share ideas with you, get your feedback. And then we just continue to go back to the drawing board if necessary to find something or to find a plan that makes sense for you as a listener. If you're shopping around and looking for a place uh, to park your, your funds and, and receive, you know, objective fiduciary advice. And that's what we do. So uh, if you want to talk with us, again, our number, if you're in Moore County, is 910-235-0812. If you're in the western part of the state and the mountains, we can be reached at 828-278-7814, or you can reach out to us at retire360show.com. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll pick up uh, on our next segment. We'll be right back. Helping bring you one step closer to financial freedom. You're listening to Retire 360. You're listening to Retire 360 with Dwight Mejan. Now, back to the show. All right, and you are back, and you are listening to the Retire 360 show brought to you by 360 Capital Management. Uh, next, we are going to jump into our next segment called Right or Wrong. Come on down as we test your financial knowledge in Right or wrong. Uh, this is where we are going to ask our senior financial planner, Dwight Mejian, uh, some questions. And I want you guys to uh, also be asking yourself this as we go through a series of popular questions that we get from our listeners that call in. And uh, we also take these questions from people that attend our classes. And uh, we kind of just write down probably the five most popular questions. And we're going to go over that here in a little bit of detail. Starting off, Dwight, right or wrong, the Social Security Trust Fund, also known as OASI, is estimated to be depleted by 2033, which is at about 10 years, which is one year shorter than the previous projection, right or wrong. Well, I hope our listeners uh, said correct or, or right on that, because that is a true statement. Uh, o. OASI is an acronym for Old Age and Survivors Insurance Trust Fund. Folks, it'll be able to pay about 100% of the total scheduled benefits until 2033, one year earlier than reported last year. Uh, And I think, folks, what I want you to know about this is a lot of the uh, benefits, so the majority of benefits that are being paid today to recipients on Social Security most of those benefits are coming in the front door and immediately going out the back door, meaning the payments that are due to recipients of Social Security are coming from the inflows of current 
tax revenue. There is a trust fund that was set aside that has funds in it that um, has unfortunately, by both sides of the aisle, those funds have been borrowed and pulled out of that trust fund, which uh, I think we all would agree is, is really a crime that that happens because that's why we're facing a deficit. That's one of the reasons we have, you know, social security was never intended in its inception to be a reliable source of income. It was really put in place just like the acronym stands for OASI. It was for people who candidly just live longer than the average person and gave them a little bit of a lifestyle. But as medical advances have taken place, people are living longer. We have a, uh, a demographic right now. We talk about this a little bit in our class with baby boomers who are aging rapidly into retirement as we speak, over 10,000 people a day turning 65. That is bringing a literal tax, no pun intended. That is taxing our system immensely right now because we've, we've got more people drawing social security who are electing to take it some early, some are waiting to full retirement age, some are pushing it to 70. That's a huge drain right now uh, on the trust fund, which is paying some of the benefits for social security. And then current revenue for um, social security taxes going right out the back door. It is a real issue. And the depletion of that trust fund is projecting to have you know a 25% or so estimate cut in social security. Now, do I think social security is going away? I don't believe that for a moment. Uh, both sides of the aisle, Democrat, Republican, whichever side you're on, they get voted out of power. They're going to preserve social security to some degree. What we don't know yet is what is the impact of those cuts? And that's where it's really important, folks, that you have an income plan that if you were sitting with a friend in a restaurant over dinner and they said to you, hey, Barb, hey, Joe, do you have an income plan to combat the effect of a possible decrease of your social security of up to 25%, what would you tell them? Most people, I can tell you what they tell us. I'll just pull money out of my retirement account. My question is, which one? And what if that creates higher taxes and higher costs for your Medicare and some other issues that you haven't thought of? Okay. These are things that you have to navigate. And hopefully, you know, if you work with an advisor, hopefully you have that plan in place and you know exactly which bucket it's coming from. You're going to pull it out of the tax-free bucket. You're going to, do you have a tax-free bucket? All right. You're going to pull it out of the tax-deferred bucket, or you're going to pull that extra money out of the taxable bucket. Regardless, you have tax-infested accounts. Most of you listening to this, a good 70 to probably 80% of your money's in that tax-deferred account. So if you need to pull it out of there, what if they change the tax rates and you're currently, let's say, in 22% bracket, but the new tax rate that's coming at you could be 35 or 40%, and then it thrusts you into that higher rate because you didn't move money over to that tax-free bucket when you had the ability to do that. Just be careful, uh, plan ahead, and just know that um, there likely could be some cuts coming to Social Security. Absolutely. And I just wanted to throw out this statistic there uh, too. So this is according to the National Institute on Retirement Security. Uh, and this was taken back in the beginning of 2020. So it was about a uh, little over three years old. So I'd imagine this statistic is a little higher now, but of older Americans, 40.2% only receive income from social security in retirement. So that's four out of 10 people, two out of five, uh, are only receiving social security. So when you're talking about uh, taking a cut, you're talking about almost half of the population receiving a lifestyle adjustment. So what do you do with that information? Are we just telling you to sit there in fear? Uh, if you're not retired, uh, we're telling you that you need to 
prepare for that and have that as a part of your planning that uh, those benefits could go down. If you are retired, perhaps if you are able, as we mentioned earlier in this show, perhaps you want to get a part-time job or perhaps you want to find a hobby job. That would be the most desirable, right? Something you enjoy while also making a little bit of money. Um, If that's not something you want to do or if you're unable to work, uh, maybe you look at your budget. Maybe you look at how your spending patterns are, how you could use that to accumulate more money in the future. So that way, when these changes do come and inflation does continue to rise, uh, you are prepared. So I just wanted to share that statistic with you guys. Uh, But moving on to our next question here with the right or wrong. Dwight, you really don't have to plan for your retirement income until you retire. Is that right or wrong? Well, hopefully the people have been listening to the show uh, and you had just tuned in. If you have, uh, hopefully you said wrong to that one because that's what we've been talking about uh, a lot on this show. The whole quote came out of preparing for the future. So yes, it's absolutely critical to plan. So that would be wrong, uh, by the way, to the question. Preparation, bottom line, equals success. Um, You have to prepare now. Some of you are saying, well, it's too late. Uh, You know, I'm not in a situation now where I I think I could save enough where it's going to matter. Retirement planning it's about securing a comfortable and a fulfilling future by setting achievable financial goals, building a nest egg, you know, managing investments wisely and, and accounting for various aspects of retirement life, like long-term care, uh, the insurance part that Mitchell was talking about earlier on the show. And, and it basically just empowers people to enjoy the golden years uh, with confidence and with peace of mind. Planning for income, I think is one of the, if not the most important component. There's lots of important components, but your income plan is critical, folks. That is your lifestyle. And I think a lot of people's uh, ability to, you know, to plan well comes out of their core values. I, I can't separate core values from, you know, how well people, some people know their core values um, at, a, at an unconscious level because they're just ruthless to live by them. I know for me, when I first went through that exercise, literally about 20 to 25 years ago, I had never really built a, um, you know, a financial plan, you know, let alone I was just kind of save, you know, even though I was in the business, it was just kind of save for my future. And then when I got real serious about it, I met a guy and was actually a a psychotherapist and he challenged me to write down my core values. And I spent a lot of time on that exercise and a lot of the decisions that I personally make in my life, not just my my finances, they come out of those core values and it, it gets easy in life to make decisions, even the big ones, when you know and you're, are ruthlessly clear on what your core values are. And money's just one component of that. I always hear you say, Dwight, it's not, uh, it's not what you have, it's what you keep. Yep. Uh, so another one here. So Dwight, right or wrong, the only two tax-free investments available to American investors are life insurance and Roth IRAs. Well, if you said right to that, you are correct. Uh, I know we have some listeners uh, thinking, well, there's another one. There's municipal bonds. Uh, I'll get to that one in a moment. But uh, Roth IRAs uh, are tax exempt, uh, which means that qualified distributions are are free of taxes and penalties. You'll only be taxed on your contributions. So not only is is, a Roth IRA or converting to a Roth IRA, um, many people you know, get confused between contributions and conversions. A contribution, you have to have earned income in order to contribute. If you're under 50, it's 6,500 a year you could put into that account. 
if you're 50 or over, it's 7,500. There are some income limits there, but there's uh, some creative strategies that are uh, perfectly legal. If you're above those limits, you could do what's called a backdoor IRA, uh, Roth IRA contribution. Uh, we won't get into that on today's show, but there are opportunities to do that, even if you're in those higher earning brackets. But uh, yeah, Roth IRAs, we have people sometimes, Mitchell, who ask us, you know, they're like, hey, I've got my pension. I've got enough income coming in with Social Security. I don't really need, you know, to be concerned about tax-free money. But something you might want to consider is if you have a, a strong desire to leave a legacy and you have children, you know, a lot of times we see this often, Mitchell, where a client of ours passes away. I just had this happen uh, this week, so it's fresh on my mind. And they had a lot of tax-deferred buildup in their account, and they had two kids. One was a lawyer. The other was a physician. Both of them in the highest earning years of their life, and now they are piling that inheritance of all that tax-infested money onto their kids. Yes, they have 10 years to spread that liability of taxes over, but both of them likely have close to that amount of time left to work. And those parents were, were in a relatively low bracket, those clients of ours, they were in 12% tax bracket versus the kids up in the mid-30s. And um, they could have been doing some converted conversions and those kids or those grandkids could have been inheriting that money if they were in Roth accounts tax-free. You still have to pull that money out of those Roth accounts uh, if you're a non-spousal beneficiary like a child. You have 10 years to do that, but when you do pull it out, it's still tax-free. So huge, huge benefit there with Roth accounts. Uh, the other benefit there that you mentioned, Mitchell, in that question was life insurance. Uh, life insurance proceeds are generally tax-free for the beneficiaries, meaning the beneficiaries do not have to pay federal income tax on the death benefit they receive from that life insurance policy. Uh, this applies both to term and permanent life insurance policies as well. So there's other opportunities within uh, some of those cash value policies. You want to be careful about cash value policies. I know some people we see coming into our office uh, have cash value policies, but they don't have a lot of money built up in their retirement accounts. And that's a caution. Um, you know, We're not against life insurance by any means, but it's not the first avenue for saving for your retirement. It's a secondary or tertiary opportunity for people who are maxing out some of their other um, 401ks and their Roth accounts or their IRAs, and they still have excess money and they need life insurance, then it could be another opportunity to build up cash value in those policies and to pull that cash value out uh, in retirement and to borrow it out of the policy and avoid paying taxes. But you got to be careful with that. That's not your primary source of um you know, of funding your retirement is through a cash value life insurance policy. And then the third area, some of the listeners said, well, Dwight, you forgot about municipal bonds. Those are tax-free. Uh, that's true. In most cases at the federal level, that is true. But not all states, uh, depending on the state, if you live in the state, buy a state municipal bond, typically you're going to see tax-free then on the state return as well uh, for the interest on that. But that's not always the case when you purchase municipal bonds through another state uh, other than the one that you live in. So you got to be careful with that uh, and just saying that those are tax-free as well. The other thing about municipal bonds that you should know is that your med there are Medicare surcharges that could come into play. Uh, won't go through the whole formula with that, but essentially what happens is this. Even though you're not taxed at the federal level if you own municipal bonds, and by the way, 
Most people who would buy municipal bonds are in the higher earning brackets in most cases, um, just to avoid paying the tax on that. But those, the, the income you receive from those municipal bonds, that interest, is thrown into the calculation in determining Medicare surcharges and how much you're going to pay, for example, um, you know, for your Medicare premium and also uh, how much Social Security tax you'll pay on your Medicare, uh, on your Social Security benefits. So you got to be careful with that. Uh, as well. Yep. So we have uh, one last one, and uh, we're actually going to get into the uh, the meat of this question in our next segment. But uh, the short answer, Dwight, um, most people believe taxes will have to go up in the future because of national debt and government spending policies. Is that right or wrong? Uh, Mitchell, that is correct. Uh, as we've been talking about, if you've been listening to the show today, uh, that is true. Uh, taxes are likely going to go up. Um, we dig around a little bit on websites like uh, cbo.gov, which is the Congressional Budget Office, uh, .com. They've got some interesting things. Again, this is not law yet, uh, but it is stuff that's being kicked around, uh, moving what are now seven tax brackets uh, down to three brackets. So uh, really shrinking the brackets and then raising the taxes as well. Um, people don't have to go back too far uh, to realize that even under the uh, administration in the 60s under Kennedy, uh, what is today around the 24 bracket, federal bracket, under Kennedy, that same bracket was 56%. And we had six brackets instead of seven. So it, you know, it's not unrealistic that we could see a doubling of tax rates in, under the current rates that we have right now. Um, very possible. Nobody knows for sure, but everyone for the most part believes that we will have to see taxes going up. And uh, Mitchell, it amazes me how many people don't have a tax plan in place for their portfolio since most of their money, most people listening right now have the bulk of their money in these tax infested accounts. And they're going to be at the mercy when that distribution age comes at either 73 or 75, if you're not already taking required minimum distributions, that's a forced distribution of money hitting the tax return. You're forced into that. Well, what if there was a way to lower the amount that's that's going on on that return and paying those taxes now, but doing it strategically at lower rates while we have them and letting that money then defer and grow in those tax-free accounts? Uh, we've got a comparison that we can run for you uh, as a listener if you want to see what that looks like um, and to see when those lines kind of cross over uh, of when it, you know, when your tax-free bucket, uh, it, it may be a better strategy for you. It's not right for everybody. It's not everybody. We're not prescribing that for everybody here, but depending on your situation and depending on your goals, uh, it might be wise to come up today with a tax strategy to move money into that tax-free zone. So. Uh, why don't we take a quick break, Mitchell, and we come back, um, we'll pick it up here on uh, how our listeners can start planning now and uh, get those tax cuts uh, before they start expiring after 2025. We'll be right back. You're listening to Retire 360. To schedule your free, no obligation consultation with Dwight, visit retire360show.com. You're listening to Retire 360. And we are back. You guys are listening to the Retire 360 show brought to you by 360 Capital Management. 
Uh, next, we are going to talk about uh, starting to plan now. Tax cuts are expiring after 2025. So the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, uh, commonly known as the Trump Tax Cuts, uh, they are set to expire after 2025. Uh, retirees who typically rely on fixed incomes experienced a, a relatively minor impact when the Tax Cut and Jobs Act was first introduced uh, because it did not affect the taxation of Social Security and investment income. Uh, but all seniors will soon be uh, need to reevaluate their financial plans and their tax strategies um, as standard deductions, uh, state tax deductions, charitable contribution deductions basically are set to return to the pre-Tax Cuts and Jobs Act level on January 1st, 2026. So one thing there, you know, for our listeners to understand is whatever cuts have happened, um, they're never permanent, right? Uh, what tends to happen is, you know, administrations come and go, and with those administrations come and go new financial and fiscal policies. And so what's coming now is what's, what's a sunset on uh, some of these lower tax rates that we've all been enjoying under the, uh, the Trump era tax cuts. And um, the expiration of those Tax Cuts and Jobs Act can have significant implications for both pre-retirees and retirees in several areas. And we're going to talk about those now. So Mitchell, why don't you take our listeners through the first one here? Yep. So the first point is tax rates and deductions. So tax rates may revert to pre-TCJA levels, which would potentially result in higher taxes for individuals, including those with fixed incomes and pre-retirees planning for their finances. Uh, what could also happen is standard deductions could decrease, uh, which would um, inadvertently uh, affect the amount that can be claimed and potentially resulting in higher taxable income. So uh, what we're getting out of that is they're going to increase the taxes and they're going to take away uh, what you uh, could potentially deduct. So really what it is, is it's just different ways to get your money. Yep. Well, that standard deduction, Mitchell, that most people, you know, take right now, if you're married filing joint, you're 65 or older, that standard deduction right now is $30,700. And I think back in, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty close in 2017 for a married couple, the standard deduction was about half that level, slightly higher. So they've really, they've raised that standard deduction to where, you know, less than 14% of tax filers today are, are doing itemized deductions, but that could get lowered again. And, uh, you know, if they lower deductions, it's just more tax that we end up paying. So the second thing here is estate taxes. This is a huge one. If you're uh, afflicted by uh, affluence, uh, the estate tax exemption may decrease, potentially affecting the ability of many wealthy people to transfer their wealth tax-free to their heirs. Uh, this change could impact estate planning strategies for retirees and pre-retirees with sizable estates. So we're going to be watching that one, you know, very closely. Uh, Mitchell, you got another one there on um, charitable contributions. Yes. Yeah, so the third would be charitable contributions. So changes in deductions uh, may influence the incentive for charitable giving, potentially affecting the charitable organizations that seniors and pre-retirees often support. If deductions are reduced, it may impact the resources available for uh, charitable activities. Uh, if you are a person of faith, hopefully that would not be the case. Hopefully it would not affect how much you're going to be 
from the Christian standpoint, tithing. But uh, as far as other nonprofit organizations that perhaps you do donate to, uh, it could influence how much money um, that you do have to uh, give to those causes. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, right now, I think it's up to 70 or 60% of um, income could be given to charity, which is pretty generous. Um, the next one is uh, financial planning, you know, retirees, pre-retirees. Um, you may need to revisit, you know, your financial plans considering potential changes in, in tax liabilities, deductions, estate planning strategies, and post-tax cuts and jobs act exp uh, expiration. So, Again, a good financial plan, folks, is always going to be, you know, looked at. It's always going to get tweaked. It's never set in stone. Um, the basic parameters, uh, you know, those are the guideposts that you keep, you know, going by. But once the rules change, uh, very important to sit down with your financial advisor, with your attorney, with your CPA, um, folks. That's that's your infield right there. You know, you're you got to have a good financial advisor. You need that attorney. Uh, you need a good CPA. Um, the three of them uh, work together for you and uh, put those strategies in place. But if there's big changes yep. there, uh, you're going to need to revisit that financial plan for sure. Yep, absolutely. Else? And that, yep, that leads us into our next one, uh, budgeting and spending. So potential tax increases could require you to reassess your budget and spending habits to accommodate these higher tax payments. So um, ultimately what that's saying is it could force you to make a lifestyle adjustment, uh, which a lot of people uh, don't like to do, which is how in turn you can go into credit card debt, which is why, as we said earlier in this show, that is uh, some of the highest that it's been since uh, 08. So lack of planning, uh, making you, forcing you into a lifestyle adjustment could just cause a rippling effect into uh, your financial situation. And, you know, Mitchell, that's one of those thought of situation in my family with uh, my older brother a few years back, about five years ago, owned a business. Um, he left that business to start another one. And uh, they had some budgeting and spending changes that had to had to be made. Him and I talked about that as he was making that uh, that leap. It was a big leap of faith because he was almost 50 when he did it. And uh, it's just awesome today to see his business that he's in thriving um, he had some things that, uh, he was saying no to, uh, you know, traveling and things that he loves to do during a small season of life. But it's, it's, it's really cool to see the rewarding benefits of saying no. And that's, um, kind of one of those things that a lot of people don't do is they don't say no to stuff when they need to be cutting areas for a period of time. Uh, it hopefully doesn't last forever when you have to do that, but, uh, it's great when you can kind of recalibrate. Um, make some adjustments and, and really enact some discipline into your, you know, into your life and into your plan and then see the fruit of that come out of it when you stick to your guns. And um, it, it just kind of gives more incentive to set goals and, and reach them. So, but um, yeah, the other uh, area there is uh, investment and income strategies. We've been talking about income planning on today's show a lot, but uh, you know, changes in tax rates and deductions could influence investment and income distribution strategies for you if you're retired or getting ready to retire. And that would prompt you to reevaluate your portfolio allocation and your withdrawal plan. So I would say get on the front end of this uh, if you're listening. Um, next time you you, know, you have a meeting or maybe you, you know, you've been self-directing your portfolio or you just want to get a second opinion about that, um, get another opinion and say, hey, you know, if, if, if 
these are my goals. Uh, what would you do if this was your, you know, your portfolio and let somebody else ask you some questions and just get, get prepared for that in advance. I would encourage all of our listeners to have that plan in place before it happens and, and get that discussion out on the table. And then last, and then, uh, yeah, go ahead, Mitchell. I'm gonna let you talk about social security. Yep. So uh, lastly, social security and other benefits. So a shift in tax rates could indirectly impact the taxation of social security benefits and other retirement benefits, uh, influencing the overall retirement income for seniors. So uh, if they're going to decrease the standard deduction, uh, if you guys have been listening to us, you know that uh, they can tax up to 85% of your social security, uh, given that you're in a certain income threshold, which um, that's a conversation for another day, but, uh, yeah, a shift in the tax rates could also potentially cause you to pay more money in those, uh, taxes. You'd be obligated to pay more. Yep. So yeah, very important that, you know, you just get ahead of this folks, um, get a plan in place, um, retirees, pre-retirees, whatever your situation is, um, seek guidance from a financial advisor or professional to navigate this changing tax landscape adjust your investment strategies and optimize your financial plans accordingly. And you can call us uh, at 910-235-0812 if you want to talk further about anything we've talked about either on this segment or a previous one. If you're in the mountains, you can reach out to us at 828-278-7814. And you can also um, go to our website at retire 360 show.com. You'll find some great things there to reach out to us, uh, to book a complimentary consultation with us. Uh, we'd love to hear from our listeners and, uh, Mitchell, maybe to round out the show, uh, maybe you can just share with our listeners one more time. We got a, another, another event they could be, uh, looking at. And, uh, if you want to say something else about Medicare, how they can, uh, reach out with you and how you can help them with that coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll let you just close out today's show with our listeners. Yeah, so our next event is going to be the week of October 15th. So if you guys are interested in coming out to learn about taxes and retirement, uh, give us a call and we can save you a seat. Uh, we do encourage our listeners to uh, give us a shout to make sure that we do have a spot uh, reserved because if not, we have had to turn uh, people away and we can't just have people standing in the back. Uh, we tried that before as well. So uh, if you guys are interested in attending our class at Sandhills Community College in taxes and retirement, give us a call at 910-235-0812. Also, just a reminder, we may touch on it briefly during that class because we do talk about Social Security and Medicare just briefly. But if you guys have questions about this upcoming Medicare season, which is going to start in approximately uh, two weeks, uh, give us a call uh, or send us an email, look us up, inquire on our website, however you'd uh, prefer to do it. But if you have questions about your Medicare plan, how to get your premium down, if you have questions about uh, Medicare Advantage plans, what they could look like for you, does it make sense for you? Uh, is it a change that you're willing to take uh, to potentially benefit your overall financial future? Or do you just have a simple question on your drug plan? Uh, any of the above uh, are all okay. There is no stupid question. And there is no uh, waste of our time type question. So if uh, any of that is applicable to you, uh, also feel free to reach out or give us a call, 910-235-0812. And we hope you guys have a great week and we will be back next Sunday. Thanks for listening to Retire 360. 
You deserve to work with an experienced and licensed expert who will strategically work to protect and grow your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Dwight, visit retire360show.com or pick up the phone and call 910-235-0812. That's 910-235-0812. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and 360 Capital Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Investments involve risk, and unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results.